series that's been on TV in a long, long time. Oh, absolutely. If you're, if you're under a rock, which I don't know how you could be because no one's leaving their house, mm-hmm. you, you are missing, if you didn't watch this, you're missing something great. And unfortunately, there's going to be spoilers tonight. So if you haven't watched it, do not listen to our episode. Yeah, serious. I'm telling you, do not listen. Yeah, really. If you haven't watched all seven episodes, uh, you might want to wait on this podcast. We're going to be talking about each episode. Um, and, if, and if you do listen and we give you spoilers, it's because of that bitch. Carol Baskins. <laughs> mm. So, basically, everyone's quarantined still. And within the last week, um, Netflix put out a show called um, Tiger King. Uh, murder, Mayhem, and Madness. And Tiger King is about um, Joseph Allen Maldonado Passage, who is also known as Joe Exotic. Yes. And just... Not to be confused with you. No, no, I'm... I'm Joe, Joe some, I'm Joe something else, yeah. What did you say, Joe Neurotic? Yes. <laughs> was it... Oh, that's Johnny Mnemonic I was thinking of. That Keanu Reeves movie. Joe Neurotic. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very, very nice. Um, Joe Exotic, um, he owned a, um, a, they call a big cat, f- uh, zoo, I guess. Yeah. He, uh, bred, zoo. yeah, he bred and sold tigers, which, um, the selling of tigers is illegal. Yeah. Um, and the cast of characters surrounding this man... <laughs> Where in each episode, it just gets more and more deep, and it's like an onion. Like, you think, okay, oh that's God. crazy. And then the next episode hits, you're like, shit, it's crazier. Then the next episode hits, you're like, holy shit, it's just not stopping. Um, so we're going to go, we're going to try and go through each episode and see, just kind of talk about it. And uh, We're going to try our best, because of it being so crazy, there may be like something we can't hold back and we're going to have to just spit it out. We might miss we'll, some we'll stuff too. We'll have to go through it very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Um but anyway, yeah, so people just kind of I don't know, I don't even know how it started. It kind of just snowballed into this big thing where I just kept seeing people online like watch Tiger King and watching Tiger King. And then Netflix you Netflix could not have picked a better time to drop this. Oh my god. I mean, t- timing is always everything. Uh, this was an um, if if there was someone at Netflix who may have said, you know, we're gonna put this out in this in summer, you know, maybe fall of next year, and they're like, no, 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 we need to get it out now. They, yeah, I wouldn't. That person should be paid millions. And I will say, Netflix, um, Netflix has really become, they really strayed away from just being a, a place to binge watch old shows and old movies. They have original content up the wazoo. Yes. Um, most of their popular things are their original content, and they, uh, I don't know if this was dropped because of the quarantine going around, or if they just coincidentally just dropped it for the hell of it. I don't even remember hearing about this, but they drop, they, they always do a lot of documentaries, a lot of true crime documentaries, so it makes me think this is just a big coincidence. Um, you brought up to me that we should watch it, and then last Friday... I'm like, all right, let me kind of, let me see. Because we were going to do it, like, in a couple weeks from now. Yeah. Um, I watched, like, three episodes in a row on a Friday night. <laughs> and I got, like, hooked. And by Sunday, I was done. Yeah. Yeah, I think we watched it in two days. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it really was just a dick thing. Um, I, I was actually dead tired, too, because we were, I was cracking up concrete. 
Yeah. We uh with the house, mm-hmm. which is almost done. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> hopefully within two weeks we might be in there. But uh, I was cracking up concrete. Wait, really? Like, wait, hold on. Two weeks, really? Yeah. Oh no, shit! Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's only been nine months. Yeah, I <laughs> know. It just it's hard to believe that there's a light at the end of the tunnel now. Human life has been conceived and birthed before this house was done. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, as we talked about that last week. <laughs> but I, I went home and I'm like, we, I want to watch this. I put on the first one. I'm like, oh my god. Put on the second one. Put on the third one. Put on the fourth one. It, it was. I, I could not take my eyes off of it. Yeah. It, it, it had everything. Mm-hmm. It, it literally had everything in it that yeah, you yeah. think of. Mm-hmm. Meth. <laughs> Gay uh, thruples, yeah. suicide, tigers, Carol Baskins. I, I mean, <laughs> sex orgies, sex a gay people uh, who weren't uh, even gay. <laughs> yeah, guns, a one-armed a lesbian, <laughs> a, a hitman. Yeah, a, it, the list goes on and on. Mm-hmm. A I, swinger I, couple in Vegas with a bus full of fucking tigers. I. I I never knew this many people were involved in in tiger breeding. It's it's amazing. Yeah. What I find more amazing, and I guess we'll start at episode one. Well, yeah, that's the beginning. Episode one was it, it started a little bit slow for me, mm-hmm. but it, it lit a fire. It, it it was like a little a little a little match spark. Right. They explain everyone to you, and originally the way that I thought that the show was going to go was that it was going to be. Joe Exotic versus Carol Baskins. And it seemed like that was going to be the the main crux of the show. How this was all going to go. And I had, like, just from reading the, uh, I guess the summary of the entire series is that this guy hired a hitman to kill her. Carol Baskins. <laughs> Carol Baskins. So... <laughs> You sit there, and I'm like, I'm watching it, and I'm like, all right, they, they laid down the foundation. They kind of told the story of how he became a a, uh, a zookeeper, if you will, um, how they, you know, how this, this, I guess, subculture in society thrives and keeps going. And it kind of laid the, the foundation for him and how he got there, but, and mm-hmm. it made him be the bad guy, if you will, and then there was Carol Baskins who was the good guy, if you will, the one fighting for the, the, the tiger's rights. Yeah. And it, you know, it kind of put, it, it made it almost seem like it was money versus, um, I don't want to say humanitarian things, but, uh, I guess ethical. Mm-hmm. It was money versus ethics. Okay. Were kind of the way that I saw it when I first got it. It really, I mean, there are people who come, who play important parts in the story who weren't even introduced yes. in the first episode. Basically, this is the first episode. I would say the first couple episodes really kind of set the groundwork and they give you a backstory on um, the major characters in this. Uh, and obviously, the first episode is about Joe Exotic himself. Um, he was born Joseph Shreb Vogel. I don't know. Uh, he's a self proclaimed gay, gun carrying redneck with a mullet. Um, he, like I said before, he owns and operates a zoo in Oklahoma that kind of specializes in their main moneymaker is you are able to like play with tiger cubs, yeah, which is their, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Uh, his, the people he has working for him, 
are pretty much like uh, the Island of Misfit Toys. It's yeah. ex-convicts, just people who are just shunned no, from no, society. That, that, wasn't that more of uh, episode two? No, not really. They, they introduced the people. They introduced, they introduced a few. The guy with no... Oh, no, the guy with no legs is episode two, so we'll get to him. But there was yeah. a couple people... Um, there was the guy that was on, I think, Inside Edition, or he was on one of those... those yeah, like hard copy or something like that. Not, yeah, yeah. He essentially was a... If you will, like making a documentary about them mm-hmm. before this was going to be a documentary. Yeah. There was going to be a documentary on Joe Exotic, and... This guy was filming it. Mm-hmm. He, Joe Exotic the, would have a web TV show. He was a, a little entrepreneur, if you will. Yeah. Uh, his name was Rick Kirkman. There you go. He was a reality TV producer. Um, so a little about about Joe. He uh, <laughs> he owns a zoo, uh, and he's a uh, aspiring country singer. <laughs> and they play his music. I don't know if it was his music, but he makes videos to music, and they yeah. play this throughout the entire series. <laughs> Yeah. We will get to a few of his yeah. greatest hits. And, and that's just, I mean, this is really just scratching the surface. <laughs> because there oh, is man. so much more. Um, a big part of Joe is he has a Superman-Lex Luthor relationship with Carol Baskin. Who, who is an animal rights activist and owner of um the uh, Big Cat Rescue, which is in around the Tampa, Florida area. Uh, we'll have to ask Egan if she ever went there. <laughs> and uh, Carol Baskin has been the thorn in the side of Joe Exotic for years. He, she's pretty much a, she's an activist. Uh, she thinks Joe um, is abusing the animals and uh, killing. She she al- claims that he kills the cubs after like he's kind of done with them. Um, yes. That's pretty much the gist of her. Yeah. Um. What was they that? also introduced. They also introduced a guy from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, mm-hmm. who is also owns a big cat themed zoo. Yeah, is uh, Doc Doc Antle. Doc Antle. Um, it's funny. I don't know. I have no clue how to say his first name. Yeah, it's it starts with like a B or a G or something like that. It's like five consonants, and then a vowel finally gets thrown in there. Yeah, just for good measure. He was. Um, Joe Exotic's uh, uh, mentor, so yeah. I guess you could say Joe Exotic was his, was his Padawan. Yes, and uh, he was actually like like a, a guru type. Yeah, he lives like a guru type lifestyle. Yes, yeah, and we'll get to him. I think in episode two or three they talk yeah. about him extensively. They get a little bit more, but he was introduced. Yeah. So basically, that's that's episode one. You kind of get a feel for Joe Exotic. Um, what was that? Little taste. A little taste. Mm-hmm. So then, episode two. Episode two brings in where, as you said, the island of misfit toys. Mm-hmm. The the if you will, it's the name of the episode is the cult of personality. Uh, can, I, can I mention how they start the episode? Please do. Uh, uh, the lesbian's arm gets ripped off <laughs> by a tiger. That's how they start. That's how they start it. And then they show the awkward um, the awkward announcement that Joe does. He comes into like this gift shop where there's people there who come to see the zoo. He goes, just letting you all know before you hear from somewhere else, uh, one of our employees... Like yeah, one of our employees got their arm ripped off. And, <laughs> and 
<laughs> you just hear like a pin drop. Like these yeah. people are just looking around like, what the fuck? You actually hear the tiger that ate the arm burping in the background. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was pretty funny. It was not funny for the woman. Um, but she actually was a real go getter. She within a week she she was back working at the like, at the wasn't, zoo. Uh, she was in the hospital for like three days and back to work in five. Yeah, it was something like that. Like they yeah. pr- her arm wasn't torn off really. They pretty much said um you could do like a lot of uh, surgery on it. What's I don't know what the right word for it is. Um, Reconstructive surgery. Yeah, like a lot of that, but it will take years and years for it to kind of get back to where he, even so it close to what like it was. A guy from like scary movie. Yeah, like take my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris Elliott. Yeah, it's Chris Elliott. Yeah. Um, and uh, they like, said she's like, "What do I need two of them for?" Yeah. I so and they gave the option like, "Do you want to cut it off? Or do you want to do the extension surgery?" And she's like, "No, nah, cut it off." And she went back to work like the next day. <laughs> I guarantee you. I guarantee you. This chick has that arm in like a bottle of formaldehyde in her trailer. I guarantee. She just looked like that. You think so? Oh yeah. Well, first, oh, first off, she doesn't identify as anything. <laughs> Let's just get that clear. If you didn't watch and you can't tell that, you you need to you need to go get an eye exam. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, she is introduced, mm-hmm. and then there's a uh, a very tattooed individual. He is sitting in what looks like to be a uh, 1940s, you know, dilapidated cabin. He is topless, mm-hmm. completely covered in tattoos, nipple rings, and has about three teeth to his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we learn that this is now Joe's husband. Yes. One of a f- one of few. <laughs> he, he is the what I would consider the, I guess, the first husband. Mm-hmm. And it, it just... This guy, I, I didn't think Oklahoma was that bad. And I'm not trying to sound mean for any of our Southern people, but he gave you the real uh, feel of pure white trash, trailer park, Southern guy. Right. right. I didn't expect him to be from Oklahoma. Really? Because I did. <laughs> you, re- you really did? Eh, I don't know. Maybe not, but it's he definitely when I heard he was in Oklahoma, I kind of I didn't it didn't surprise me. (laughs) And his name was John Finley. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also kind of take a deep dive into the cult-like ways of uh, Doc Antle, the Myrtle Beach, uh, the Myrtle Beach Zoo owner, who pretty much runs a sex cult. (laughs) Yes, and rides an elephant. Rising elephant. Um, he has nothing but gorgeous women working for him. Um, well, all right. There's a, all right, There's a few, but there were some good ones in there. Let's be real. Out of the handful, there might have been. There was as many as John had teeth in his mouth. I would say there was like four or five. Maybe I'm remembering it wrong. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um. And they actually start interviewing a former person that worked for him. Yeah. And she kind of explains how everyone gets brought into this. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they, they live in, on this huge property. They each have houses, things like that. He makes them get uh, boob jobs. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right, he does. pretty much worked, like, 20 hours a day. Yeah. And the other four hours, they're searching for his dick under his big belt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this guy has been on David Letterman. Um, yes. A couple of talk shows. And, and that... that when I saw when I saw the clip on Letterman, I, I said to myself, I, I think I've seen an episode or two with this guy on there, because okay. he used to have Jack Hanna on a lot. Yep. He was all about animal stuff, like Letterman mm-hmm. was, and I I remember that he had the, the long ponytail. Yeah. So I kind of remember this guy. Um. Yeah. And a lot of what he does is he trains the animals for TVs and movie, you know, TV shows and movies. Yeah. So he's got, I guess, a reputation around Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I mean, obviously David Letterman's not going to talk about him running a sex cult, but <laughs> yeah, nope, I'm just bringing it right up and, and right out into the forefront on the show. Yeah. So. Um, another thing that really, <laughs> they, for the, the Joe Exotic Zoo is that they fed the cats expired meat from Walmart, <laughs> but yes. they let the people that work there Take what they want first. Yeah. (laughs) Of expired meat. (laughs) I mean, I'm assuming it's probably like one day expired. I would would assume so, but you gotta imagine, it's, first of all, they're not gonna get rid of meat that's gonna expire the next day. So they gotta wait, they pull it off the shelf the day it expires. Then they probably send it out the day after that. Then it gets delivered, which might take maybe two days, depending on where the Walmart is. So now you're talking about oh, uh, expired meat almost a week old at this point. Yes, but they also had rats living in their dresser drawers. So yes, they did. <laughs> I guess. I know. I mean, obviously they don't give a shit, but, you know, people like you and I would give a shit. Or maybe yeah. you wouldn't, but I, but I would. <laughs> oh, that's disgusting. I, I, ugh. I find it funny, though, that you hear the two extremes. And uh, Doc would feed his, you know, he said... To feed, I guess, like, like one cat uh, a month is uh, like 20 grand or something. My number might be off, but it was a huge expense. Mm-hmm. And then you hear um, Joe Exotic say it, and he's like, and I'm just going to say 20 grand for Doc. And then Joe Exotic's like, ah, eh, we only do five grand. Like, your, your animals are getting like a quarter of, or only a quarter of what the other ones are getting in food. Yeah. So I found that very uh, disturbing at another point. On top of it being old rotten meat. Yeah. Um. Hold on. So then now we um, they also talk about Joe's other husband, uh, Travis Maldonado, a nineteen-year-old from Southern California who has very big feet and very big hands. Yeah. He is straight. But Joe um, turned him gay. Yeah. <laughs> All because he said he looks at Big Dick during porn. Yeah. They have a wedding, if you want to call it that. <laughs> and it was quite disturbing. Pink button-down shirts and uh, many belt buckles. Yeah. <laughs> Did you catch that too? <laughs> the location, the cretins that were in there. Mm-hmm. It, it was just... It, it, if Jerry Springer ran a zoo... We're getting into that territory at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, at this part, they kind of introduce Carol Baskins. 
And uh, she bitch. she rides around on her motor scooter <laughs> or her bike or whatever the fuck it is. Yes, it's a bike. Yeah. Um, All you cool cats and kittens. And basically, she I, I don't, I'm, I'm getting a little... I forget if they say this yet, but basically she started out like Joe Exotic started out where she would kind of breed tigers and sell them. Well, she, she, what happened was she was married very young. Yes. And around 19, her, from what she said, her and her husband ended up getting in a fight. She ended up taking off on foot and a, a gentleman, and we're in Florida, mind you, drove up by her and asked her if she needed help. She said no. Mm-hmm. Drove around again. Said, like, really? You look upset. You're crying. Yada, yada, yada. Third time, he rolls around. He's got a gun on his front seat of his car. Says, you can point this at me. Let me just help you. So she's like, all right, fine. So she points the gun at him. (laughs) And they drive to a hotel room. And this is within, I'm assuming, an hour, two hours of them meeting. Yeah. back. (laughs) Yes. So that happened. And uh, they pretty much drop a bomb at the <laughs> at the end of the second episode that Carol's first wife, um, Don Lewis, is missing. Husband. Oh, what did I say is for her for his first wife. I'm I'm getting all confused. Her first husband, Don Lewis, is missing and has been missing for uh, 23 years at this point. Yes. Um. So so now episode three really kind of. Deep, it goes into um, Carol Baskins a lot. Well, I, before we get into that, I, I, it really makes the first two episodes. You really see, you know, you have Joe Exotic, mm-hmm. you know, breeding cats, taking pictures, kind of exploiting them, if you will, feeding them dirty meat, you know, dirty old tainted meat, possibly, uh, you know, rednecks losing arms. You, you get, like, it's just like this pile-on of negative. Yeah. And then you look at this sweet Carol, Carol Baskin, and all the stuff that, you know, she's doing, she's she's there for the cats, and she's this and that. And the whole time, when I'm watching it, I said to my wife, I said, no, no, no. I said, because my wife actually followed, I don't know if she still does, but followed her on Facebook. And I'm like, you know, and she keeps bitching that, you know, the, that, um, tigers need 500 square miles of, of land to be able to, to uh, you know, live a free life. That's like they're kind of their, you know, they shouldn't be behind cages. They shouldn't be this and that. And I'm watching, and she's like, we have a 40-acre sanctuary here. And I'm like, 40 acres. And you got all these cats. They're all behind cages. I'm like, she's just as bad. She's just mm-hmm. as bad as Joe Exotic, but other than the, the taking photos of them. Yes. You know, she has the difference is is that Joe handles the cats, he plays with the cats, he takes photos with them, he's in the cages with them. Carol keeps an arm's length distance so that it doesn't get ripped off. Yeah, yeah. Then, then they they you have like essentially they're they're putting her on this pedestal, and right at the end, and this is where it sucks you right in. It if you weren't if you didn't want to go at the end of this, I need to watch all these. They, they put a chink in her armor, and they say that her husband went missing. And you're like, say what? Yeah, yeah, this was at the end of episode two. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, they, they, that made me, because I was like, all right, I'll, I watched episode one, and I'm watching episode two. I'm like, okay, after this, I'm going to kind of give it a break. And then they said that, and I'm like, I got to watch episode three. It wheeled <laughs> you right back in the watch. I got to watch it. Um, I guarantee, you know how like when an episode ends, it's like you have 30 seconds to get there. Yeah. You know, or the, and the next one will start. Mm-hmm. I guarantee between episode two and three, it was like four seconds. People were just like hitting the clicker just to get it going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so in this episode, they dive into Carol's life. They interview... That bitch. They, they interview her ex or, or missing husband's ex-wife, his daughter... Um, the ex-wife claims that he, uh, her ex-husband Don thought Carol was dangerous. He told people apparently like he feared for his life. Uh, one of the last conversations he had with his, uh, one of his business partners or associates, um, he was talking about divorcing Carol and that he was also talking about going to Cuba and saying something along the lines like, if I pull this off, it'll be the slickest thing I ever did. Was it Cuba or was it Costa Rica? Uh, it was one of those poor countries. <laughs> um, so, um, very sketchy details. Yes. He really just kind of, he dropped a lot of hints that he was going, uh, you're right, I don't know if it was, it was probably Costa Rica because at that point you couldn't go to Cuba. Um, so Costa yeah. Rica. He um, used his, his van down over by the, uh, like a, by a, the airport. Yeah. But the airport that they're at is a very small. It's like a, like almost like a prop plane. It looked like it looked like where, Warwick Airport. <laughs> yeah, where you couldn't, you definitely with a plane that would fly out of there, it would have to take like four fueling stops to get down the coast. Yes, Rica. yeah, like like a little private there, area airplane kind of thing. Yeah, there, there was uh, the, and then they kind of take a you know a shot at the police saying like they never really investigated it. They never they let the vehicle go back to. Um, I think at the time, I forget the name of the, uh, was it Easy Street? I forget. Was, I think it was Easy Street Zoo. Mm-hmm. Or Easy, before it was Big Cat Rescue, they called it Easy Street. Mm-hmm. And they took it back to that location, and, and it took them like a few days to, to kind of process the vehicle. And you get all these things. And Carol, I don't know if it was this episode, was about the, uh, the fish oil? Yeah. No, um... Was that that was one? that was later on. That okay. was later on. Yeah, okay. but it, yeah, we'll we'll come back to that. That was later on. I think that was like the the sixth or seventh episode. Okay. They they she makes that comment, and then everyone's okay. like, ah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah. So, guy disappears. Um. They uh, there's a there's a split down the middle whether he left on his own accord because he made. A lot of comments about going to Costa Rica because he was going to sell. I think he wanted to open another zoo there, yes. or he was going to sell tigers there. It was one or the other. And then but a lot of people. No, he's going to relocate down there. That's okay. That's what it was. He was going to relocate down there. Also, but also people are saying like, well, you know, she abused him, <laughs> uh, held a gun to his head, all this other crap. Mm-hmm. So he goes missing. Um. In Florida, I, I believe it was in Florida this happened, and I don't know if it's still a law now, but you had to wait, if someone goes missing, you had to wait five years to legally declare them dead. Yeah, it was five or seven. It was, it was five. It was five. 
on the fifth year, on the first day, <laughs> one, day. One, day, one day, he's declared dead. All his assets go to Carol, and there's millions, because the guy yeah. was a millionaire. Yeah, come to find out, he, he made quite well for himself. Oh, yeah, he sold a lot of cats, because he, he had a lot yeah. of money. Um, so she gets his whole fortune. Now the pretty ki- much rewrites the, I don't want to say, I guess, I guess it would be a will, or would it be power of attorney? I think it was power of attorney. I believe so. And pretty much put everything in her name, and gave the daughter, the ex-wife, and the other daughter only like 10% of it. Yeah, it was, it was like pretty much just shit. There was, a, there was a controversy on how much it was, how much he really was worth. Was it... You know, like they said, as low as like a few million up to like twenty million. Mm-hmm. So there was no really clue on how much he had. Yeah. Um, the thing but about now, Carol is set. She's set. Um, one thing, like, one of the arguments they had was that Don wanted to kind of be like a Joe Exotic. He wanted to make money off these cats, where Carol didn't. Yeah. So that's kind of where like they different. That's um, that stemmed a lot of problems. Um. And we're introduced, throughout the whole thing, we're introduced to that bitch, Carol Baskins, her new husband, who they yeah. ended up, like, getting together, like, almost instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and he is a, he is a dinky, dorky, oh. dorky. He is, uh, he looks like the type that gets pegged. And if you, uh, you literally took the words out of my mouth. And if you don't know what that means, Google it. Uh, but make sure your kids are not in the room. Yeah. And ask the ask the king because he knows all about that too. <laughs> oh, <what I> do. <laughs> so they end episode three pretty much. Joe Joe Exotic makes a video called "Here Kitty Kitty," where yeah. this woman who is supposed to be Carol Baskins, who looks exactly like I that, mean, that bitch. I mean, great casting. Um, is feeding tiger the, the tiger's meat, and there's like a head on a plate of like the meat she's giving the tigers, which is supposed to imply that Carol Baskins fed the tigers her ex-husband, and that's yes. why there's no body. Yeah, which to me that. doesn't really it makes sense, but it doesn't because like. You would think that I mean the, the cops came a couple days later, right? Or maybe the next day. I forget what it, what they said. Um, they couldn't find but any. At that point, Don Lewis was poo poo kachoo. They really, I mean, there was no blood anywhere, though. And how would you even know whose blood it is? That that's that's true too. I mean, in the in the the, the tiger cage, there could be a a smear of blood. Well, I mean, I'm sure they can. I'm sure they can kind of differentiate uh, animal blood from human blood. Could they? Probably not. I mean, <laughs> I think they can. I think, I mean, unless they half-assed it, if they really dove deep in this and kind of took it to a lab, I'm sure they can kind of figure it out. Oh, but oh, you would have if you took it to a lab. But that's but again, how how much blood could be in a place like this? Yeah, especially with the fact that these animals there don't have human interaction. Mm-hmm. Right, right. There could be blood in the middle of the, the middle of the. Uh, the preserve and you wouldn't know yeah how could you get in there to go check it yeah <laughs> and the whole time all this is going on Joe is revving up his war with that bitch <laughs> they're, they're going at each other they, uh, I believe at 
was this the episode where he actually goes down to Tampa? With the the bunnies? With the bunnies. Yes, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Because now, again, you, you have now the chink in the armor of Carol, where she was, I guess, some of the workers that worked there, they ended up killing these bunnies and feeding them. You know, they showed, like, the, the bloody, you know, the dead bunny, and they're holding him smiling. Um, Joe dresses up and protests on the street outside of it with blood all over a white bunny costume. Mm-hmm. And then you also learn that Carol is not the best, uh, I guess you could say, boss. She's kind of exploiting these people at work for her. Because you do have people that love big cats. Mm-hmm. And the way that they start out is to volunteer there. You know, you have to start out and you're, you know, you're collecting tickets. You're doing stuff like, the, you know, you're doing menial jobs. Right, and then yeah. And you have to move up. And it takes you like a year to move up to the next level, which then you get to like shovel shit, you know. And then like the next level you get to like maybe feed that. Like it's, it's a whole tier process. And it really shows that she's not the the best person for this and you start seeing i don't want to say you can agree with joe but you kind of see where he's coming from that she's not this great person either wait why do you think that's a bad thing what's that the tears i always kind of assume that's kind of how things work like you i mean i mean it's it's for as far as i'm concerned like i almost kind of did the same i started off where I work, like, at the bottom, and I kind of work my way up, and that's what these people are doing. I would assume they're making more money as they keep going. But this is all volunteer work. Like, they're not getting paid. Oh, oh, really? I don't think, it sounded like they were volunteers. Oh, maybe you're right. Okay, all right. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Um, there's a lot of, um, a lot of legal mumbo-jumbo in, uh, a couple episodes, um... Basically, uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume Carol's suing Joe. Um, not gonna lie, I, I didn't really follow that very well. <laughs> but, uh, I know there was. Oh, actually, this is what happened. He allegedly stole their um, the way the slogan is: "The Big Cat Rescue." Not a slogan. Um, uh, what, what would their be logo. their logo? Thank you. I couldn't think of the name. What they tried to explain was, and I think Doc did a big, uh, a good thing on this, is the fact that when social media kind of started, Carol really revved up her game on it. Yeah, she, you know, she made was very, videos, very vocal it? on social media, promoting the place. Where Joe kind of took a step back and didn't really do that. He more focused in on the park. Mm-hmm. And eventually, when he started getting into social media, he kind of took where they were big cat rescue. Yes. He made it like Big Cat Rescue International. He just added like one word. Mm-hmm. He added the like the backdrop of it being the, the snow leopard's eyes. There was a lot of stuff <laughs> with this. And that's what started the legal battle. Now, this part makes me fucking laugh. So, Howard Baskin, Carol's new husband, um, he went to law school. Um, I, don't know, I don't remember where he went, but he, uh, he went to law school. So... And I don't remember if this is mentioned in this episode or not, but basically what Joe would do is <laughs> he would continuously change the name of his, like, corporation 
just donors. Ju- yeah, just so Carol Baskin and her husband would have to restart the legal proceedings all over again every single time. Yeah, because he figured, and it's not a it's not a bad way to think about it. I guess if you are thinking that way, like eventually people get tired. Of like you know, like just fuck it. Like I'm so sick and tired of starting this over again. But they kept um they kept yeah, on them. Kept going at it. They kept on them. Yeah. And eventually it ends up going in where he sa- or he gives the name to to uh, Finley. Mm-hmm. You know, three teeth. Yeah. And then he gives it to like his mom, and eventually they sue the mom and like try to take her house okay yeah that's it, right and then it gets revealed that G, the gw zoo is named after joe's brother who is deceased mm-hmm. so you get that now in there now it, it seems like it's getting a little more personal yeah so that that brings us i guess to what are we at now uh episode five episode five yeah and in there, there is one other person that I, I really, in, I mean, we never really talked about the, the no-leg guy. No. <laughs> Who has, um, <laughs> he, he lost his legs in like a hand gliding accident or something. Zip lining. Zip lining, that's what it was. Um, he has sleeves on his fake legs. Yes. <laughs> Did you notice that? Were they sleeves? Well, yeah, I they were like they clowns were... and shit. He's like, like I mean, a tattoo, but I think that they're actually like the legs are made that way. Yeah, no, they are. But I'm just saying, like, like he painted. he wanted tattoos on his legs so bad he has them on his fake legs. Yeah, I don't know. I just found that funny. I mean, this is a bunch of fucking carnies. Oh yeah. That are this is when I see these people, I'm like, these are people like you see at like the Orange County Fair. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the one guy I liked was the one who was smoking cigarettes with the long blonde hair. Over his face? Yeah, he was like the head guy. Like, but yeah. he had a lot of remorse. Yeah, that he dude. Was like, but the whole time he's like, "Fuck them and that," and he, he just he like he was a guy who just did not. Care. Oh yeah, yeah. He was like the head tiger guy. I think like he uh, he was in charge of a lot of like the tours and all that stuff. Yeah. All right, yeah. take and it away. Another one who I guess wasn't part of the GW Zoo. Mm-hmm. I guess he has his own one was this guy who, who was sitting on the porch, and he would always have a monkey in his shirt. Yes. Yeah, I noticed that, too. I, that guy, he had me laughing, too, because he was another one who didn't give a fuck. Yeah. All right. Episode five. Now we in, get introduced to Jeff Lowe, yes. who is going to play a massive part in all this. Now, it took five episodes of craziness to get to, to get to, like, what this whole documentary is all really about. Yes. So much shit. I mean, you got the backstory. Now it's like, okay, now you're gonna really kinda get what's going on here. To me, it almost seemed like where they were doing the documentary on Joe Exotic, mm-hmm. it ended here, and now this is where it picked up into being like, I know it was in the past, like, five years, but almost like present time, how they were bringing it out. Like, all the stuff was, like, documentary stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. From uh, that guy from Hard Copy. Uh-huh. It seemed like he was do- documenting this, and now we're kind of getting into more of, like, what really went down. Because this was, like, a 20-year battle with him <laughs> oh, and yeah. bitch. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of... I mean, this is this took place over a good amount of time. Um, getting to like the last five years. Yeah, so we're kind of getting to almost present day. Yes. 
or, or you know, the, the tail end of this. So Jeff Lowe comes in and Jeff Lowe presents himself as like this top of the world, wealthy guy. He has a mansion. He has a Ferrari. He has a really young wife. Uh, these beautiful women surrounding him. He has um, uh, he, pretty much like Joe. Like he, I think he runs his own tiger thing where he. He's interested in it. Yeah, he's interested in it. He uh, is pretty much located in Vegas, and one of his big things is he brings tigers to if if you're staying at like, uh, let's just say Planet Hollywood. Yeah. You call this guy up, it's like, oh, I want to play with some tigers. He puts these cubs in like a, a suitcase, <laughs> rolls it through the 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 um the casino floor up to your room, and you get to play with tigers for like an hour. And if you're a hot chick, he bangs you. <laughs> about Vegas security, though. Oh yeah, well if they do you catch have, him, you have but a guy who can bring in an arsenal and shoot up a, a, a country music festival, yeah, and a person bringing in live tigers, and no one's catching this shit. Yeah. yeah. So Jeff Jeff comes in. He he pretty much um, tricks Joe into giving him ownership of the zoo, fires half the staff, yes, um, and makes all these huge changes. And one of them is bringing in. A man by the name of Alan Glover, who yeah. is like he was like a maintenance guy at the zoo. Um, he'll we'll get we'll get we'll bring him up later, but just remember that name because he plays a huge part. Also, during this one part, which it, I didn't really get a lot why this was going on when they talked about the drug kingpin from Florida. Mm-hmm. Like I get like they just, I think they wanted to kind of like just skirt this in just to add a little bit of craziness to it. But I didn't really get him in the whole big scheme of things. Which guy is that again? I'm sorry. The uh, the one guy that was he got arrested for drug trafficking. He, I think he was. Oh, that was a couple episodes ago, right? Was it? I believe so. He was like a murderer. To me, he was just kind of like a, a whatever character. He it was like they kind of shoehorned him in. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. I um he it was like an, he was the one that said. At the end of episode two, like he, you know, Carol Baskins killed her husband. Everyone knows that. <laughs> that guy, right? I think so. Yeah, he, he was like he was one of the. I, if, maybe I'm wrong, and maybe I missed it, but I think he was one of the guys that Joe sold a tiger to, and they were kind of like saying, like, this is the type of people he sells these animals to. But him and Jeff Lowe had it, that's something together too. That's I, what I thought that they were in the same episode. Are we thinking? I I don't know if we're thinking the same guy or not. Um. Maybe we're, maybe we are. I'll keep going though. Um, okay. So, um, so in attempting to secure additional funds for the zoo, um, Joe Exotic brings in this guy called James Garris, Gar- Garretson. Um, he is a strip club owner, and when you look at him, he looks like a strip club owner. Yeah. He is like this like portly man who uh, looks like he uh, had a couple of sexual uh, harassment charges against him. <laughs> uh, you know, as he... Whatever. It would be this guy. That's the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's the guy yeah. that... Um, yeah, he was like a drug Mario drug guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like in episode two. You don't really hear from him again after that. Yeah, he, he was kind of like a throwaway character, I think. Yeah. Um... So this James Garrison comes in. He opens up a, a pizza restaurant on the property of GW Zoo, wherever it's called. Um, yeah. Joe called it the best pizza ever and was using expired meat from Walmart. 
in the fucking pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the one guy, uh, I think it was one of the two, either the likeless guy or the, the, the guy with the blonde hair was like, mm-hmm. it's not bad pizza. <laughs> yeah, remember that? <laughs> so then Joe Exotic throws his hat in the ring as a presidential candidate in the 2016 election. And one of his videos goes viral on um John was it John Oliver this week yeah. this what was that what's that show on HBO called uh, last no what was last it was, week uh, tonight or something like that no it was it wasn't John Oliver was it wasn't it uh Colbert no it wasn't Colbert it was it was John Oliver I'm, I'm pretty sure um basically it just becomes like a joke but. He thinks he's famous, so it all goes to his head. So obviously he doesn't win. Um, so instead, what he does is he runs for governor of Oklahoma in 2018. Um, he hires a Walmart gun section employee by the name of Joshua Dial as his campaign manager. Yes. Uh, and this guy... The most normal guy out of the entire oh, show. Oh, with... Hands down, the most normal guy in the entire show. And he wanted, like, to destroy the government. At one point, he said that <laughs> he, he did. It was like an anti-government. I, like, but I liked him. Yeah, I liked him too. I liked he him a lot. Voice of reason in this whole. He exam. really was, and he said, "Like this is the worst. <laughs> it was the worst year of my entire life." <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. <laughs> so, Joe spends. I think I would say like millions on um, his campaign, which is normal. But when yes. you're broke, you know, but you it, really can't. I think, like, in all honesty, like, he thought he had a chance. Yeah. And, and the whole time this is going on, he's still getting sued by that bitch. <clears throat> so, one day Joe's filming a campaign commercial, I guess it was. And one of the tigers starts sniffing his shoe, grabs his shoe, and then drag starts dragging him yes. along the thing. And no one is helping him. <laughs> no. They're just yes. filming him as it's happening. <laughs> and I'm th- this man is going to be eaten alive, and they're just watching And I'm thinking to myself, why isn't this guy dropping the camera and helping him? And no one's seeing, and I'm, I'm sure there's people around, no one's helping him. No one's even screaming. No, he's getting dragged, and I'm thinking... <laughs> Like, either they want him to die, or they think, like, the cat's playing with him. Yes. Um, yeah, that, this is where we get, yeah. Yes, so why do you yeah. take this one? So then, while he's getting dragged, he lets off a shot. A few. He lets off a shot, he mm-hmm. gets up, and he starts making his way. And all the, now, all the cats are interested in him. Yeah. One, it was like one, and I was kind of surprised, like, they all didn't kind of bounce on him. Because you'd think, like... Well, this guy's gonna, you know, like if I'm a cat, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a, a tiger, mm-hmm. I'm going This guy's dragging a hunk of meat, who really is kind of flopping around here. I have a chance to like rip like a limb off at least, and I can eat too. None of them kind of went there and got that. No. But once he got up and he kind of started staggering away, they all kind of got up around him, and I think he let off another shot. Yeah, he did. And then finally he gets out. And I think he hit one with the, with his cane. <laughs> yeah, he was smacking him with the cane. Yeah. And that was the one thing I, I, I didn't like, too. Um, when they first introduced Jeff Lowe, 
I guess one of them started getting a little rough with him. And he would, like, I'll hand it to him. The guy's got balls of steel because he actually, like, threw, like, a... Are you talking about the lion part? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we, I, mean, I forgot to mention that. Arm on him. Well, he, he was playing with the... I mean... You do this with dogs. I'm sure you have. You have dog. You have a dog. And... I don't play with any of my animals. Okay, but like I, my parents have a um, a yellow lab, and you know, like you play with them, and then it starts getting like kind of crazy, and then the dog starts getting kind of crazy. Um, uh, but you know, a dog backs off. Your dog yeah. knows you're playing. So he's, it's uh, this guy Jeff, his uh, wife, and there's this lion, like a male lion. Big man and everything, yeah. So he's playing with him, he's playing with him. And then you see the tiger, or the tiger, you see the lion kind of start, like, getting, like, even, like, a little aggressive. He, like, caught him, like, yeah. Up and then he, go, he goes to his wife, he goes, get out, get out, get out. And they had to spray the lion with water to kind of get him to get the lion to back off Jeff. Yeah, but he dropped a bomb on him. Oh, did he? I knew he was, like, trying to hold him down, I saw, but no, maybe no, he, he did. Like, he held him down, and then he, he gave, like, a quick shot. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I you gotta give. I I don't care how close you are with these cats. Like animals are so unpredictable. These are these are predators. They they will they will eat your face off. That's the thing. These these are they're animals. They don't have fucking feelings and all this other shit. Like they know to hunt to kill, and and that's basically all they know. They know yeah. mating, sleeping, and killing, and you know hunting. They don't kill for pleasure. They just they, they kill to they, they, they hunt, kill to eat. They eat. They sleep. They fuck. Pretty much, yeah. So, <laughs> getting back to Joe. Yes. John Finley leaves Joe for his female receptionist that he impregnates. Who was one hell of a looker? Let me tell you. Oh, I would have left Joe also. She was um, to quote the. Uh, let's call her the a beast of the east. <laughs> she was, and we're not talking Bam Bam Bigelow. Uh, no, either. but she was the size of Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and could not do a moonsault. <laughs> no, no. Um. So her his other husband, Travis, who was the guy from California, who was young, good looking, yes. just starts to lose it a little bit. Um, yeah. is telling people he feels trapped, and Joe won't let him leave. Uh, has a major drug addiction, which is not a surprise since Joe is supplying everyone on the on the compounds with meth. <laughs> well, originally it starts out as just a lot of weed, mm-hmm. and Joe's like, you know, he likes the weed and all this. It's really like it almost just seems like he's a stoner. And then everyone's like, no, 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 he smoked meth, like yeah, crazy, like. And you could tell John smoked meth because he had no fucking teeth. <laughs> well, that, that that was that was one of the funniest like. Subtle jokes there, because they were like, you know, they go to the sheriff and they're like, you know, we, you know, one of the things of uh, smoking a lot of meth is you get meth mouth. And then they show John Finley smiling and like his three good teeth are in his mouth. Yeah. And I, I literally almost pissed myself at that point. That was yeah. one of the, that was a good joke in there. Um, so now this comes the part that really shocked me because I didn't, I, I, I honestly didn't see it coming. Um, they have a camera in the office and Josh, the campaign manager who we spoke of earlier, they yes. show him sitting at the desk. Now you don't see... Casually sitting there. Yeah, he casually sitting and you can see he's talking to somebody and that somebody turns out to be Travis. Yes. You can't see Travis. Travis he's is under, under, he's under the camera. Yeah. 
Um, he's he brings a gun to the office. He's playing around with it, and then he puts it to his head, and pulls the trigger, and then you just see a flash. Yes. In the office, and you just see that Josh guy put his hands to his head, and you see him almost. If you, if you look at the timer, it was almost like thirty-five seconds. I thought they froze it, and yeah. then I saw him blink, and I'm like, "Wow!" Well, like, I can see the timer still going. So I didn't. I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at him, and I I saw it, and I thought like, "All right, what, what did they freeze the camera?" And I saw him blink, and I saw his mouth moving like he was calling out to Travis, like, "Travis, you all right? You okay?" And then he gets up, and you just see his like his face is dropped. Yes. Um. So uh, Travis kills himself ac- accidentally on purpose. Accidentally. Yeah, on it's purpose. it's definitely out for concern. <laughs> they. So Joel holds like a memorial for him, and makes it all about himself. <laughs> yeah. Invites his mother there. Makes. <laughs> Sings a song. Yes. <laughs> makes it all about him. <laughs> um, it really... Yeah, so... Um, he also made a lot of like lewd comments in front of uh, Travis's family and all that other stuff. So that's that. Um, Joe goes on a date two months after his, after uh, Travis's funeral. Go Is ahead, this I'm so- episode now... Was this a new episode? This is episode five, so we're almost at the end of episode five. Okay, so we didn't get to the one thing about the the oil. Oh, you could that was part of it. I thought you were gonna go on to it, but we kind of I forgot about it. So say what she said. Now this is talking about when the tiger dragged Joe. So take it away. Yes. So he's like he's now Joe is starting to get a little crazy. Mm-hmm. He's starting to lose it a little. And he's like there's no reason why the I, I'm in there with these tigers all the time. There's no reason why they would do it. But he thinks that they put perfume on his shoe. And I guess perfume would attract them to be, you know, curious. Mm-hmm. They shoot, like, Carol is not in the scene for a good while. Yeah. All of a sudden, they, they shoot her, and, the, and she's like, if they, if they were going to do anything, they would have put fish oil on it. The, the, like, the tigers love fish oil. They hate pepper, but they love fish Yeah, that's what it was. She said they he probably put perfume on his shoot because they just kind of, like, nudge up against it. But fish oil, they really go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how the fuck would you know that, lady? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Joe goes on a date after Travis's death within two months, which is fairly soon, um, yes. where he meets his fourth husband, Dylan Passage. He invite- In the meantime here, though... He loses the presidential bid. He he lost. Well, he he was running for governor at this point. He but lost he runs, that. Now though. he's running for governor. Yeah, I already talked about that. He he lost. He lost that. Um, gets married again to this Dylan Passage guy, who's like this younger, much younger guy. Um, no longer has the zoo. Campaign's over. He starts to become more paranoid. What was that? Unhinged. Unhinged, yeah. Um, now there's rumors of an FBI investigation going on, and the man who talks, who starts talking to him is Jeff Lowe. Yes. So now we go on to episode six. The pen, pen up the, I forget, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> the second to last episode. <laughs> yes. So they get into where now 
he's unhinged. Everything is starting to go down. And they talk about, uh, I guess they go to James Garrison, and they catch him with, what was it, a, uh, it was like a little monkey. I can't think of what they call it. Um, I could see it. It, it was like, um... It's in Madagascar. Yeah. It has a striped tail. and st- Not yeah, a striped tail. Like, lemur. Lemur, yes. That's what it is. So they catch him with a lemur, which is illegal to have as a private citizen. So now the FBI kind of leans on him. And now he starts talking with Jeff Lowe. Yes. They start talking about, you know, I guess um, Jeff starts kind of berating... Uh, Joe Exotic, all this. It starts, he really starts getting paranoid, unhinged, and now, and one of the funniest lines that they called him was, uh, <laughs> Fat Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> when they called him Fat Chucky, me and my wife were rolling. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he, you know, this guy is, he, he's, a, like I said, as you put it, completely a strip club owner. Yeah, when you think of strip club owner, sleazy, whatever they can do to get out of trouble, mm-hmm. that was this guy. Yeah, and you know they have him for a charge, and he's just like, "Nope, I ain't doing nothing," and starts going after Joe and, and feeding them information. Oh yeah. And in there, it goes back to where him and Jeff are talking, and I guess things are brought up about the handyman. Uh, what was his name? Alan Glover. Alan Glover. Mm-hmm. How Joe starts. I guess propositioning him to put a hit on that bitch, Carol Baskin. Um, I believe he offers him five thousand dollars and pays him three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. This is a high quality hitman here, people. Yeah, yeah. Um. So they show him, and I guess throughout this whole thing, um. Now remember, he had to he had to drive to Tampa. Yeah. Cross country, like you know, technically. To kill during Carol Baskin. This, this whole thing, Alan, right? Alan, yeah. He is almost like the second in command now of, of the Jeff Lowe Zoo. Right, yes. And he has a lot of problems. Like, anytime that Joe says something, he's like, fuck you, Joe, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Like, very confrontational. <laughs> the guy's got a teardrop tattoo under his eye. You know, he, and then you show him in his trailer, he just looks like a just complete white trash. Has a teardrop tattoo. I mean, he yeah. looks like he would... What was that? Did I freeze? Yeah. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Okay. Um, Where'd I end? I don't remember. You just said he looked like a badass. Uh, I said he had a teardrop tattoo. He looks like a guy... If you worked with him, you kept it, like, right down the middle, and you don't, like, talk to him other than work-related shit. Because... Yeah, you don't tell him you have a sister because he will go and rape her. Yeah, like that that kind of <laughs> shit. <laughs> he is just a he is just a down dirty devil. So now they pretty much. Well, Je- with that, Jeff Lowe, him, Jeff Lowe, and Joe Exotic are talking, and they see a video of Carol on her bike. Yeah, and the the it looked. They Google map this. Jeff Lowe is in there. They Google map the, the, the trail, which shows to be right next to Big, Big Cat Rescue. So they bring up the idea of, well, get a gun, and you can hide in the woods, and as she's riding her bike, you can shoot her. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, no, no, it's too loud. People will hear. Get a crossbow, and then you can hit her with the crossbow as 
why she's riding on a bike. <laughs> it's, just, it's just so stupid. Yeah. You know, this guy does not look like he's a hunter. He does not look like he's ever operated a crossbow and how it would react. So they do that. Mm-hmm. He drives all the way down to Tampa. He gets there and he's just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. He takes the three grand and goes to a strip club. Yeah, that's basically what he did. And he got wasted and blacked out and didn't do the job that he was supposed to do. Yeah. Um, so now, after this, I think uh, Jeff Lowe contacts him um, and says, listen, FBI's, FBI is kind of closing on yeah they're they're really kind of closing in here um basically telling this Allen guy he goes listen don't do it whatever Joe tells you talk to them and cut a deal with them cuz you don't want to kind of be brought down when Joe gets brought down yeah. um so that's basically what Allen does he is reporting everything that Joe's anything that Joe said to him he's reporting to the FBI Cuts a deal with them to kind of stay out of jail. Um, I mean, everyone's just pretty much just... Stabbing everyone in the back. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's just non-stop, non-stop stabbing in the back. In the meantime, Joe Exotic also loses his court case. And this has to pay all this money mm-hmm. to Carol Baskin, that bitch. And... He, this is where now Jeff kind of really takes over everything. But in the meantime, he starts trying to breed um, tigers. He's breeding tigers. He's selling them for like $3,000, $5,000. And now this gets added into the FBI. You know, th- this gets put on their radar that he's he's selling cats illegally. Yeah. Uh, should, I, should, I should mention, though, that um the reason why Jeff started selling Joe out is that he found out Joe was embezzling money. Yes. Um, and so Joe pretty much hightailed and left the zoo and just kind of, that was it. Yeah. But he he was taking a lot of money. And Jeff now is, he hooks up with the guy with the monkey in the shirt Mm -hmm. to now relocate. And now Jeff had gotten with the, uh, fat Chucky. Yeah. With the idea of bringing the zoo closer to the Texas border where there was a casino. So now it would be more of a roadside attraction to appeal people at the casino to also go to this. Right. So they're they're working and they're trying to relocate everything. In the meantime, Jeff does get arrested in Vegas for bringing a cat into the casino. Mm-hmm. He's on, I think, probation or double-secret probation where he kind of can't get in trouble either. So again, we just have a, a den of thieves here. Pretty much, yeah. If it sounds confusing, it can be. You really kind of need to pay attention. Yeah. Uh, because and a lot of the at the end, episode four through seven, all kind of just mold into this one yeah. big shit show. Before we get to episode seven, the last episode, the doc guy, they really kind of did away with him. <laughs> like, yeah, there was really no need to kind of have him in there. Um, I know they kind of want to give the backstory of like what's going on in this world of big cat owners and all that other stuff, but he really kind of just didn't play a, a single part other than being Joe Exotic's mentor. Yeah, and that he was kind of a scumbag on his own. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I, maybe that's kind of what they were trying to say. Like, everyone who owns a cat, you know, a tiger and stuff is pretty much scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> so. Jeff is starting to build this thing with the partnership. Mm-hmm. And now the guy that he's partnered with is really starting to lose patience because Jeff wants this, he wants that, he wants to do all these fancy things, but also wants to live this this lifestyle. You know, he wants to be, you know, swinging and he wants to be banging chicks and his, his wife gets pregnant and he's worried about jail. And then we start seeing that the threat isn't always what it is and that he isn't this big shot. He doesn't, you know, the Ferrari's on loan, the house is a rental. He's not He's not who he says he is. Yeah. But in the meantime, he bamboozled Joe out of this whole zoo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Joe then gets, like I said, the FBI comes down on him. Mm-hmm. Or he, I think he feels the heat that the FBI is coming down on him, and he leaves. He goes to, I guess, another part of Oklahoma with his new husband. Yes, yeah. And they're kind of like hiding on the down low. Mm-hmm. They eventually make their way down to Florida, I believe. He also, um, I don't know if it was implied or if it was true, but... He uh, had to, uh, how do I put this, um, liquidate his assets, if you will, okay. meaning his uh, his tigers. <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. They say he killed his tigers that he had just to yeah. kind of get rid of them. A few of them and buried them. Yes. Yeah. I think they said five. Uh, yeah, it was like a half a dozen or so. Yeah. They go down to Florida now, and he ends up getting caught now by the FBI. Right. You know, they, they all kind of get their, their guns drawn on him, this and that. And now it gives him in the trial portion, and they show <laughs> they show a few interviews of him from inside court, or inside the jail. Yeah. Uh, I I can't bring it up yet, but I gotta keep going, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> my favorite scene, my favorite scene in this entire seven episode run, happens in this episode. What was that? Did it have to do with Fat Chucky? Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Exactly that. Does it have to do exactly on a on a jet ski? Yeah. <laughs> Should we just cut to that? <laughs> Go right to that. There's a scene in this episode, and it's like within the last 15 minutes. They start playing Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> as, well, what was his name? I forget his name. This The strip club owner is yeah, riding his up. jet ski. And <laughs> it's just the most ridiculous fucking thing <laughs> I've, ever, I've ever seen. In a documentary, um, I I just I couldn't stop laughing. I had to pause it. I kept rewinding it and just watched it over and over again. It was just so fucking funny. <laughs> really had nothing. It really has nothing to do with the entire. I just it, it was just it hilarious. Just coming and then going. Yeah, that was it. I mean, there was no need for that scene in there. I don't know why they put it in there. Maybe because he's 
he's living a, f- a nice free life because he fucking sold out his friend. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of got out scot free. Hmm. Well, the three of them did. Well, that and then the uh, what Alan? Yeah. Nothing happened with him. Him wearing pants in his trailer taking a bath which is quite disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't get that one at all. Yeah. It, it, this, this, if anything, you might not pay attention to all the legal bullshit that's going on. If this documentary has taught you anything, is that people like this really do exist. <laughs> and they're they're out there. It, it's just It really is amazing. And then the no-like guy driving in the... Uh... Like the uh, three-wheeled motorcycle. Mm-hmm. Like, you live in a trailer, yet this is what you spend your money on. Like, yeah, really? And the, the best part about that is you see him driving it, and there's a skeleton sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of get back to that. Like, Joe gets arrested and discharged all this stuff. They really have no proof due to the fact that this Allen guy never went to Florida. Or he may have, he may not have. He may not have had intentions. He may he may have, who knows. The they tried to try him for um conspiracy to murder, is that what it was called? Conspiracy to commit murder. Yeah, that's what it was. But it was so weak. Because there was no text, I don't think there was any text messages saying so, or there was no wire. He made a lot of comments about Carol Baskins, about killing her, especially in all those videos, videos and music videos and all this other crap. But there's, there was never any concrete proof that he said, hey, $5,000, I gave you $5,000, I think he mentioned, may have mentioned, I'll give you $5,000, but there was no proof that he actually gave $5,000. If he gave him a dollar to do it, they could have convicted him right then and there, but there was no proof of that money being handed over. This Allen guy... This Allen guy, he he spent that money on cheap booze, crack cocaine, and strippers. That that money was gone... In one night. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's what he said. He said, I blew it all in... I think he said he blew it all in one night. Um, so there's no proof. So what they did was, they, I think they kind of tried, they, they did throw that in there when they finally convicted him, but they got him for animal abuse. They got him for, uh, yeah, which is illegal, which, but I think he went to, they pretty much convicted him for how long was it? It was like 22 years, 22 years. Okay. Um, Uh, Joe, uh, Joe argues that he gave that bitch Alan Glover 3k on Jeff's orders um, so he'd go away and leave the zoo uh, I don't know it's, it's kind of really just kind of skimming over basically that's really the gist of it um, Joe goes to jail um, everyone else is pretty much still around um, Joe owns this you know Joe built the zoo up and now Jeff Lowe owns it he relocated it yep. um him and his his uh 21 <laughs> year old wife are having their first baby or second baby or something yeah that's really about it yeah it, it 
definitely left on like a. It came in. It, I don't want to sound like this. It came in like a lion and left like a lamb. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, we aren't doing this justice. Like, you really, if you love true crime documentaries or you just love watching bizarre people, check it out. If you like watching cops from like 1995 to about 2001, this is right up your alley because it's pure white trash southern. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's it, it just um. No, my. Do you think he should be in jail? Uh, yes, but not 22 years. I can go with that. He definitely did. He because this is the whole thing. If he was in New York right now with the bail reform, he would have been out already. Like mm. they would have just been like that. Nah. Pretty much. I think Supposedly today they released like uh, three child rapists and ten sex offenders or something. They just released them. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, so, I'm sure. I mean, I think if he was in any place other than the South, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, South or Midwest, he would have been out already. Now the funny part this is California. It, this was the Northeast. Yeah. The funny part about all this is now they're reopening the case for Carol Baskin's ex-husband. That bitch. Because they, you know, they didn't close it really, but they're taking another look at it because of all this. So, guarantee. How, how funny would it be if Netflix ends up solving this case, if you will? You know, you never know. I mean, remember a couple of years ago that make put the, the heat on on the. Uh, Tampa police, or would it be Hillsborough County Sheriff's, yeah. to really kind of re-examine re- this. Never know. I mean, they're, de- they're definitely opening it and back the- up and look- taking a look and all that other stuff. And when you think about it, technology and DNA and all this other stuff, it, it could happen. Well, when he disappeared in 97, we have come a very long way since then. The only thing, though, is that where would you... Oh, yeah. I guarantee any of the equipment that was used to grind them down or any of the grass... I mean, a lot of the evidence is gone. Someone would have to know something and slip. Or Carol Baskin's that bitch would have to that confess. Bitch. Because there's no way they would ever find anything. If they didn't find him yet... Or he's, or he's out there living somewhere. I'm sorry? Maybe what they did with that van, maybe they could re-examine that. I thought you they know, already... Yeah, I... I they out of it. Yeah, I thought they already took fingerprints out of it because they... A mechanic... They found a mechanic's fingerprints and they went to him and asked him questions. He was in the documentary, too. Yeah. So. But they could... I mean, with that, they could... I mean, who knows what they ever took out of the van? Yeah. Like, there could be evidence there. I mean... Technology really goes a long way, and it's something very simple that could have been in there. Mm-hmm. Like a cigarette could open up the case to something different. Oh, now. yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I'm with you. I, I think um, I'm pretty, I don't know if he definitely hired somebody, but he definitely, he, there's a lot of proof that he wanted her dead. Um, he did do animal he's abuse. Also, he's also a flam, flamboyantly gay man. Yeah. You know, I, I don't see him as, a, as like a hardcore gangster trying to, to off a bitch. Yeah, you never know, man. This has been crazier shit. Yeah. I, so. I mean, the one thing I will admit, like, you know, he, that disappointed me about him. You know, how he said, like, if they try to take my cats, there's going to be a, a little Waco here. 
Like, he didn't really put up too much of a fight. No. No, he definitely didn't. He, you know, he, he talked a big game. Yeah. But sometimes talking a big game can get you in a lot of trouble. <laughs> yeah. But so. to me, I think anyone who's going to break this case is going to be the new husband. The new husband for Carol or new husband for Joe? That bitch. Oh, him? They would have to get divorced first. If they ever got divorced, yeah, you'll hear a lot of shit come to light. They made him look like a really big pussy. Well, he is. He definitely is. (laughs) Yeah. But I could see him, you know, she had to have said something. There's no way, if she did it, there's no way that she never mentioned it to him. Why would you? Maybe I wouldn't. She, again, she. I think she's just as bad as all the rest of them. Oh, absolutely. I could, her, her, I could see, like, you leave me, I'll kill you. Her saying stuff like that. I think she's the worst out of all of them, honestly. Oh, I absolutely do, yeah. You know? These I other really guys, they're very, the other, like, Joe and Doc, and other, they're very transparent. They don't really hide what they do. She's a sneak. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, she tried to make herself look like, you know, a Little Miss Princess, mm-hmm. and she was the complete opposite of it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. So. But yeah, if you did not watch this, you are missing out. If we're if you're if you're listen if you listen to this episode and you did not watch the series, and you think we're lying about this whole thing, you need to watch. Yeah, it. definitely check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, it's seven episodes. It really is the right amount of episodes for it. Like, it really can't go any further than that. Um, but check it out. Have your own opinion. Tweet us and Instagram us and other crap. Let us know what you think. Yes. Uh, I can't imagine anyone out there who hasn't watched this yet. Even my own wife has watched this, and she hates that true crime documentary stuff. Um. Yeah, that's about and it. The memes, the memes from it are just absolutely oh, yeah. insane. Yeah, the one you sent a couple of days ago had me really cracking up about the coronavirus. Oh, I got a bunch more. Yeah. Well, you gonna... can see those when you go on to Instagram. Wait, on. Well, I guess <laughs> follow us on gotta... Twitter. <laughs> I threw you off there. You did. I have a whole little. That bitch. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and look at Tom's memes at Bull in the Ring PC Instagram. We can follow Tom's memes at Bull Ring PC. Uh, Facebook under Joe Tom. Uh, also Bull Bull in the Ring. Um, we're in Podbean, Podcoin, uh, Spotify, Apple Music. Please rate and review us. Um, yeah, that's really about it. Um, Again, this has been just a recap episode of this hot thing going on right now. We hope everyone out there is being safe and quarantining yourself themselves. Um, you know, some of you might not think it's a big deal. Others think it's a, the end of the world. Um, but, but in the world, it's better to be safe than sorry. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, Tom's, Tom's shaking his head. If you're stuck at home... Do everything you can do while you have the time. If you, even if you think this is bullshit, spend some time with your family. Watch Tiger King. You have all this time now. Watch some movies. Play some video games. Yes, Tom. Even better, listen to Bulls in the Rain. It, it, exactly. I know some people. I know some of you are behind. So so binge our show and uh, yeah. That's it, Tom. Yes, it is. 
got some exciting stuff coming up as yes, well. Yes, yes we do. Next couple of weeks, so stay tuned. All right, for, uh, for Joe. And that bitch, Carol Baskin. And we'll see you next week right here on Bulls in the Ring. Well, I'm tired of the hearts again.